so below as I believe the world to be, Socrates. Welcome back, everybody, to the Unicast Company's underrated podcast. Uh, I am joined by the homies today, uh, Fred Torres. Hey, what's up? Derek McDuff. Hey. Ariel and Sergio Ortiz. Hello. 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 So thank you guys for coming back. Today we're going to be talking about As Above, So Below, a horror movie that came out in 2014, directed by John Eric Dowdle. Uh, it's a found footage horror film. Box, uh, not box office. Uh, budget was five million dollars. It got forty-two million dollars in the box office, and the RT score is twenty-six percent. So it's pretty low. It did fairly well at the box office, but didn't do too well with the critics. Uh, the movie stars Perdita Weeks and Ben Feldman, and pretty much the basic plot is an archaeologist is trying to find the Philosopher's Stone, which they come to find that. It's a below beautiful the, archaeologist. Yeah, that's what it says. It's in, in the in the Netflix description. It's a Get beautiful town, archaeologist really? and yeah. her crew. Her beautiful crew. Let me let me fix it on my notes. Bumfuck no, uh, <laughs> Archaeologist trying to find the philosopher's stone, and the location is under the catacombs of Paris. So, uh, what do you guys think? First, whoever wants to go first. You, go, you wanna go? Yeah. You want me? Nah, I'll go first because uh, you, you know, you know when I go first, it's I always got something nice to say. <laughs> um, all right, look, I can tell you right now, this reminds me of the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Right. Well, I found footage. Well, I'm just I, right. Um, I mean, I, I get and I get that, and I and I I can damn tell the budget was small on this movie mm-hmm. because yeah. uh, have you guys ever played video games? And then no. you go to no, a dungeon. No, 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 no. Let me let me finish. And then you go into a dungeon. And then you beat that, let's say, that dungeon. And so you proceed to go to the next dungeon. But mm-hmm. oddly enough, the outside looks different, but the inside's always the same. Like you're still going left, right, left, all the same. That, that's kind of like what this was. So every layer was the same damn layer that I just saw where like you gotta go through the tunnel again. And I like the way they explained it. Like I get they explained it like, oh no, it's a mirror image, and that's why you keep going down. And I will tell you, this is the only problem I had. Now, it felt like it took forever for them to get down. And it felt like it took them forever to get past the Philosopher's Stone to the area, uh, like, you know, near the end of the movie. But mm-hmm. when she runs back, it takes her, like, two minutes to get back to that spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had an issue with that. Oh, it's, fucking issue. it's like the Skyrim dungeons. It takes you five hours to get through the dungeon. Yeah. And then when you fight the boss at the end, the fucking exit's, like, right next to the boss's corpse. And you're like, oh, there it is. No, 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 The exit was fine. But I'm saying, like, she had to run back because she's like, I have the fake philosopher's stone. Yeah. I was like, this man's going to die. But she, she took her, like, five, like, not even... She, oh, yeah, that's what it was. She she hit somebody with, like, a... a, a like, a, she pushed one of them down. But I'm saying it took her only, like, two minutes to get back. I was just I was a little bothered by that. It's, not like it's... it was a big thing. I'm saying I got a little bothered by that. I just felt like, mm. oh, shit, you know. But anyways... That's that's just not even a big thing. I'm just saying. I, I just the one thing. Well, I could tell the budget was small. My thing was this. I expected to get scared at least, right? I think that's what it is. I love those B B uh, the the like uh, you know the gory movies, the Japanese uh uh, uh you you know the real ghetto like uh just 
the you know what I'm talking about. B, like, like, uh, B was really high, maybe D, F, I don't know, maybe a Z. Uh, but you know, they they get limbs cut off, things look fake, and like ah, oh, and there's just like practical effects, but the, they look really cheesy because they don't got a lot of budget, and the blood comes out. I'm all good with that. Like I, I don't, I don't hate what this movie did. I just did not. I just, I just, I don't know, man. It was, I, I felt like it was trying to be scary instead of embracing that, that B horror thing, but it wasn't scary at all. Like I never once, like there was no jump scares for me there. There was no like, Oh my God, this guy's scary. And then when they start facing their fears and I was just like, man, I never fucking got scared. I, I guess that was my issue. I was, I just never got scared. I was like, it's not a terrible movie, but it's not that awesome. Especially because it's supposed to be a horror movie. So I expected, I was like, they're at least going to get me once. Or there's going to be something where somebody's going to be like, ah, or, or I don't know, something, something. Something to pull me like that. But it never hit those marks. The story was cool. I, I liked where they were going with it. And I really, really had, I guess I had really high, high expectations. Because that, what was that other movie that we that we did? The one with the aliens from the outer space and shit? I don't know, the pyramid thing where the guy ends up becoming oh, the, the god. The Void? I was going to bring the, that up. The yeah. Void, yeah. the Void... So, the Void was a better movie in the sense of the same like uh, style of stuff. No, I, no, hang on, hang on, no, no, I don't know, I don't know, I know, because yeah. obviously, you know, like I said, like I'm saying, like with a small budget, like you know, uh, it, it it did a better job in that one. Obviously, like I'm not trying to say one, you know, it's it's apples to oranges because every movie is a little different, right? But I'm just saying, like I feel like that one did better with its indie smallness, and I don't even know who did this. I'm not saying they didn't do a good job of what they had. I'm just saying. I feel more with a void at this point now. I don't know how I, I can't even remember how I felt when I said the podcast because I probably said the same thing that ah, it didn't really scare me. But I feel like that movie, if I had if I watched both side by side, I'd be like that is a better movie than this. But that's not to say that this isn't an okay movie. But I do it does make sense to me why critics gave it uh, or or why it got the score that it got. But I also do understand how it could make a good amount of money. If people think it's a horror movie to go watch it now, I don't know when it came out, but if it came out around Halloween, this thing could have made gangbusters, and it was only a five million dollar movie. But that doesn't no, make it a good movie. Of course. Uh, one oh. little thing, real, real quick, to kind mm -hmm. of say that the reason why I picked this one is because we kind of had this big uh, surge of like found footage horror films after you know Paranormal Activity but, came out. Mm -hmm. So I kind of mm -hmm. chose it more on the lines of like, what's a really good underrated found footage film? I didn't want to compare mm -hmm. it to like The Void or any other horror films I brought up because, yeah, you say they're apples and oranges, but the genres are, are different. Uh, Void is more like Lovecraftian kind of like mm -hmm. unknown alien horror, mm -hmm. while this movie is more like a, a paranormal kind of demonic, even like al alchemic kind of found footage film. Okay, okay. Then I would say The Blair Witch did a better job than this did. Oh, Of yeah. course. I mean, no problem. I, I completely agree because The Blair Witch is... You know, the originator, one of the big, it's iconic, the originator. right? Right, right. No, no, but not, not even in the not, well. Yeah, 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 but what I'm trying to say is like, in the sense of, it it it, may, it makes you jump a little bit in that movie, and I think that's mm -hmm. what like a horror movie has to have a little bit of that. Like, oh shit, it doesn't have to be huge. You don't have to be frightened, but it's got to give you, it's got to invoke that kind of like emotion a little bit. Yeah, because that's that's yeah. what you go for with them, right? Because in an action movie, you should be enthralled with the action, right? And mm -hmm. a drama, you sh you should be involved in 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 whatever the plot is, you know, the drama plot, right? So every movie has to have a, a certain standard that it has to hit. It just in my feelings, like I said, I'm not. And this is, has nothing to do with you guys, 
but that's where I'm going with like this movie just did not scare me. Was it? Did it have good points of it? Yeah. If if you wouldn't have told me it was a horror film, I probably would see it in a different light. Mm-hmm. But I'm judging this mm-hmm. as it's supposed to be a horror film. Yeah, and that's, and that's what I that's what I was gonna say too. It's like it, uh, it, you know, it is found footage, and a lot of found footage is supposed to be horror. And with this, I think where it lacks in its horror elements, it kind of makes up for it a little bit in its sort of adventurous, very like tomb, tomb raidery. Of tomb raider yes. was like a little bit scary, like the whole like puzzle solving and the adventure mm-hmm. element of it, like plundering the freaking catacombs yeah. i was like this would make an amazing escape room this would be fun to yes. do oh that would be fun i'm all about escape rooms well, not right recently, so but- i mean <laughs> some of the horror was yeah pretty hit or miss like especially with the editing and some of the jump scares it was kind of cheesy it didn't really make me jump at all like it didn't make me i wasn't really scared for a lot of it at all actually but it was and like i, I really enjoyed that kind of like that kind of adventure and the world building of it in a way where, like you said, going back to parts of the catacombs that they've been before and just sort of seeing where it goes was kind of interesting, but yeah, definitely I would, if to get the maximum enjoyment out of it, I wouldn't go into it thinking it's a horror movie. I mean, it is supposed to be, but for more, yeah, for more personal enjoyment, don't go into it viewing it as like another horror movie like something to can be compared to like paranormal activity mm-hmm. yeah yeah so one little and thing i, I want to say okay. oh one little Wait. quick thing i wanted to say mm-hmm. about it is that um i picked this one too because you know there was a big like i said there was a lot of found footage films that mm-hmm. came out and my biggest issue with that was that all of them like the except for blair Witch, blair Witch was more kind of like a culty kind of like the forest kind of suspense paranormal a mm-hmm. lot of them after paranormal activity which don't get me wrong it's an amazing horror film the sequel as well all the other sequels after that are kind of uh, kind of hit or miss but then paranormal activity kind of set the stage and made everything as it, it kind of became a checklist of like all right it's a haunted house uh there's going to be scares uh they're going to put up cameras all over the house and ghosts are going to come out and then there's going to be like a possession and then an exorcism done that's that i kind of got really tired of that whole concept so i kind of chose this one because i thought it was really cool and different because it was more about like you know going in the catacombs and like you guys said it's kind of more of like plundering and there's a little bit of like the alchemy kind of lore and then you know they go into hell itself and all that which i thought was way more intriguing than all the other film footage paranormal films that have come out recently because i i kind of go and watch them and i'm like it's the same thing it's all cookie cutter I, th- I think what I liked more about this one was it was just a different concept and I really appreciated what they were trying to do with a low budget, you know, but yeah. that's just, that's just kind of my thing. That's kind of the reason why I went for it, but I, I still want to hear what everyone else has to say. Yeah. I have, I have some stuff to say about it, but let, I'll let Ariel go first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was enjoyable for the most part. I was actually kind of like dreading to watch it because I don't really care for scary <laughs> movies because, you know, it's like a very scary. Wait, one thing. Alan, is that like pickle juice or something? No, it's uh, Smirnoff Ice. Oh, okay. oh yeah. We're, we're, we're <laughs> totally missed the mark. We're feeling girly today, so we're like, we're going to have the Smirnoff Ice Green Apple. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I was like, I don't want to get Hang on. Before we, before we miss a tangent, let me give you guys a tip. So back in my day, when we get turned up, uh, there was a job I used to work at where we could get turned up like that. This is what you do. You get... Uh, 
like right now, you you, you drank the Smirnoff uh, apple, right? So you buy your Smirnoff ice with apple, but then you buy a bottle of the Smirnoff apple vodka. You take a few good swigs out of the uh, Smirnoff ice, and then you put it in, and you make a strong ass good ass, uh, you know, Smirnoff apple or whatever flavor you're choosing. But just go with that, and and one, you you don't have to buy that many Smirnoff ice, and uh, two, the Smirnoff flavored vodka is normally pretty cheap, anyways. So you do that combo, and you guys will get turned up with less alcohol. Hey, just here's to, another uh, good one. Uh, thank you guys called... for coming to the Tipsy Podcasters <laughs> about underrated films and underrated just, drinks. Just here's, a, here's another one in the same vein. It's called Angry Balls, Angry Orchard, and oh, uh, okay, Fireball. Yes. Tastes like a cinnamon apple. Fucking amazing, and it gets you wasted. Now, hang on. You guys, you guys want, you guys want the ultimate one? Here you go. Um, do you guys want to not remember <laughs> the next day? Like, not remember anything. You get romchata, which is already an alcohol. Mm. Then you get fireball, and you mix those two together, which are both. Let me tell you, one's one, romchata is basically rum, and then fireball. Well, it's what like a whiskey or something. It's or a cinnamon what? whiskey. It's a cinnamon whiskey. Fred, yeah. Fred okay. I disagree. So you get rum you're, and you're not gonna forget the the night. You're gonna shit all morning. No, 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 <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I got I've drunk off it. that. No, no, I've gotten drunk off that. I had three of those. I had three of those, and I forgot. And then the rest of the night, apparently, I kept drinking all all night. I woke up the next morning. I clean as a whistle, dude. I woke up like I've never woken up before in my life. It was the best sleep I ever had. I didn't even realize I got home and slept. So I'm just telling you, uh, when I woke up the next day, I felt like a new man. Like, I felt rejuvenated. So if you just do not want to remember what happens, just do those. Do, like, three three of those. <laughs> and then you're never going to remember what happens to the rest of your body. Check it out. <laughs> really Quick, 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 quick drink. Yeah. Look, this is what you do. So you're Let's gonna see. go go buy like a, a bottle of Sailor Jerry's. Drink the whole thing. That's you disgusting. Be alive. <laughs> done. Sailor Jerry's is <laughs> gross. Listen, the tips that we gave you, I would recommend you doing this before you watch this movie. Just gonna throw that one out there at the end. It'll make it a little more fun. Yeah. That would actually. Yeah. It fun. would. Uh, but you'll no, be sure. you into the catacombs. Yeah, you'll really <laughs> feel like you're there with them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so for me, it was, it, it was, it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be, um, which is, yeah, it's kind of like, even though I didn't want to be scared so much, it was kind of a little let down. Cause like, you know, I, but, um, anyway, it was okay of a movie. Um, it was an interesting concept. I did like, I agree with, with Alan of, of it being like, kind of like a different style of found footage more uh, in the vein of, of Blair Witch than, um, the paranormal activities. Uh, for me, it kind of felt like, like, uh, this, this could be basically a blue house film. Like I know it's before blue house and all that, but it was kind of in the same vein. Kind of. Like I mean, yeah, it does I, feel like a Blumhouse film. But you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like if you if you're if you like those kind of movies with Blumhouse's horror, um, then definitely it is up to your speed of it kind of being a bit more like suspenseful than actual like scary moments. It was like a few like. Yeah. Like oh, like with with the friend, the found friend that that was supposedly supposed um down there for two years, like him suddenly kind of jumping, like it was that was kind of creepy. But then when you go back, I'm like, wait, what was that? Like, it loses its creepiness. So it's kind of like an it's it's good at initial like kind of like moments like that. But then when you like go back to like when, yeah. when usually those kind of moments like call for, or like wait wait wait, what was that? 
it kind of like loses its appeal a little bit, I guess. But um, but for me, like it, it, I did, I I was like kind of there was a lot of cheesy moments, um, mm-hmm. especially with the exposition at the beginning, like um, that, and then and then uh, you have the the main character very unlikable, like you yeah. know, like five minutes into this, I was like this bitch <laughs> kind of thing, and and, and then you like you end up like the character that you root for is kind of George that kind of like gets cracked, you know, just sucked into this, this problem that like, why, why, but you, even then is kind of like you are okay. This is a character kind of thing, but like, that's the, the, the closest that, and then, and then a bit of the, of the um, main French guy, I guess you could say like the one that was actually like, you know, uh, the main tourist guy. Pop. Yeah. Papillon. Pap. I love yeah. that guy. Yeah, you kind of feel for him too, especially when and and the whole it, it did take me by surprise the initial like oh shit moment of of them going through like the the bones and then literally coming out at the same point and like mm-hmm. okay this like it kicked off like oh okay like that I did like how it kicked off in that way of you thought that okay they'll eventually catch up to the shit of like all the crazy stuff, but then it to just like the normal path kind of being dropped and then dropping them into like this fucked up path um, where, you know, people disappear and all that. I, I enjoyed. Um, and then I, I know like at the end, it was kind of like a, a bit of a like, Oh, okay. When they, when they open up the final door of like, and it looks like a void and, and you're like, oh shit! Like they didn't get out. Like this is hell. Like it's it's done. They're done. And then they like, oh, it's just the street. Oh, okay, they're out. Kind <laughs> of. Um, yeah. And I'm not one for bleak endings, but I felt like this kind of like would have benefited from like a bleak ending. Like yeah, they tried to their best, but still, it's like you know frivolous. Like kind of like the void. Like it's just a frivolous ending. I think the issue with the, that, like, I, I completely agree. I would have liked a, a very bleak ending. But the thing with these kind of, like, found footage films, I think they kind of wrote themselves in a corner. Because they're like, well, well how do you find they wrote footage. themselves in a how, how, how do they go to hell and get the footage or wh- wherever they mm-hmm. were? That's the biggest kind of problem where you're like, uh, most of the time okay. they're like, well, this house was haunted. And, oh, there's some tapes on the floor. Can, can, I, the can I throw one thing out there that I could yeah. have seen is, so you guys notice that, that you follow this chick follows the guy, the uh, camera guy around, right? Like he gets to see her a lot. Yeah. Right, and then she's down there singing, I think, at one point. Oh, the girl in the white, right? The girl in the white, yeah. and then it looks like yeah. she's singing. Okay. For a second there, I thought she was going to be some demon who was going to get the footage and take it out again, and you see her walking on the streets or oh. drop it off. See, I, I, I think. Oh, so that was, that, yeah. that's kind of paranormal activity that they they kind of yeah. did that in the first one. Right. Wait. Well, no. I'm. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I I expected something like that, and I thought and I was okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was okay with that. Around. But here's my thing. She's gone. Right? Or am I wrong? Did I see her again after that? Because she's gone. She it makes no fucking sense why she was there. It made no fucking sense why you even like, like you know, give such focus to her. Except to maybe try to creep you out, and I thought, "Ooh, she's gonna be like the devil, right?" Because I thought maybe that's what they were talking about uh, above and below. I didn't feel so much. Yeah, okay, maybe they were in hell. I didn't feel like they were that much. I didn't know what they just, were in hell. Just, like, at that yeah, point, you didn't. I just, just felt like they were facing their demons. Dante. 
and i get that but what i'm saying is like the visual part i i you don't like visually see such a difference the only thing that you feel is when they're fighting their inner demons uh at, at that point that's when i go okay i kind of see it but i just i don't know i thought i would they would invoke it a little more not a bad thing but i just said my biggest thing was the girl in the white where i was like maybe that's how they could have dropped it off yeah maybe that might be like cheesiness but i i, I felt that when they opened that hole, I thought they were really gonna wind up in like hell, hell. Like, oh, I mean, everybody right. else got a reprieve, but you, sir, you're you're screwed. Like and another version of another version of found footage movie that kind of utilizes that, and it's it is pretty good. Is like Cloverfield. Like the people that that yeah. like mm-hmm. the footage is from, they don't make it out. Like you know, like it's yeah. basically is literally found footage. Yeah, and it's a bleak well, ending. But, I don't think yeah. we're literally supposed to t- like it is a found footage movie, but I don't think we're supposed to take it as like somebody found this and spliced it all together. I think mm-hmm. it's like we're seeing what they were filming, but it like doesn't necessarily mean that somebody actually spliced this movie together. Like I think yeah, I gotta, exactly. that's just the way it's filmed. Now, I gotta ask, did the camera go out with them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they, have they come did. out of the sewer One and then they kind of just leave or whatever with yeah. them. Okay. Because I can't, yeah, so I, I couldn't remember. Yeah, I don't think like somebody found this, like, you know, t- these tapes. Because the way, like, cause the way I thought like, about it, well, no, no, because the way I thought about it was at the end, you were seeing it from their perspective. Like, even though there was a camcorder, at a certain point, you know, the cameraman dies, the camera's just kind of flopping around. I just thought that the idea was it was a documentary, but what you're really seeing it is through the perspective of the people. Yeah, that that got out. Not the cat, not the footage itself. That's why it's not spice. But at the end of the day, what, what you were seeing was the these this these people. Just the medium, I guess you could say, was like it was going to be the documentary part, and that's why yeah. it flashes to it. But then it goes back to them being themselves instead of just being through the footage the whole time. Because yeah, you see some footage, but then it'll go back to them in the real world. So I was assuming just oh, it's it's more of a a plot device saying that it's that. I yeah, I do think that the found footage really works for horror movies in general because it get like horror movies are so intimate and personal and like you are like kind of just in this person's POV. It's they're sm- they're like not these grand movies with epic like sweeping shots of like you know a big monster in the sky or like a grand horizon or a war. They're usually very tight and like you know the whole thing is you're looking from one person's kind of perspective at something that's very scary. So that's why found footage I think in general lends itself very well to um, the horror genre. Um, but if, unless you had anything else to say, Ariel, I really want to go into, um, what I, my thoughts on this movie. I just want to say, even though she was kind of bitchy and like pushed people way too much, I was a little redeeming factor was that she was always the one, the, the first one to go in. Mm-hmm. So if anything did happen, it would have happened to her. So I was okay with, it. but, but yeah, still like she, like, like, you know, those characters, like she just brought people to their death, you know, kind of thing. And just, yeah. yeah. Um, Appreciate also that the black dude there, the the person of color wasn't the first one to die. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> but it wasn't. Good. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I fucking love this movie. Like I didn't, I'm like intentionally didn't, I'd never heard of it. I, I knew it was like, it was probably a horror movie because like when I start started it up, I saw like the, you know, the poster but i didn't want to like read into it or anything like didn't want to know anything about it and when i started the movie i thought it was actually going to be more of an adventure film based on the kind of the beginning um then this movie really alan i'm so glad you recommended it because you ever watch a movie and you're just like wow this feels like it was made specifically for me because there's all these things in this movie that i'm like 
that's just something that like is just checks my boxes you know like shit that like i just happen to like in movies like oh yeah like it's it's like an adventurous it's like an adventure story where they're going to find a thing i I love movies where they're always after some like epic thing from like history or like you know mythology or like in this case alchemy like like i love whenever the philosopher's stone shows up and stuff like in full metal alchemist or harry potter so it's really cool to see it here and uh, it kind of jumped like so many i don't know it if that's it was a good thing or a bad thing but how it jumped so many like different like you know crusades and then like egypt and and like kind of like all See, these different i things. really but like I, that because it was like yeah, all these cool what, like dante references okay and yeah i think i'm okay with that because you know like well assassin's creed kind of like the series has kind of done the same thing too of like it started off as like crusades templars and all that but it's like expanded like oh the, there was all these moments and stuff but yeah so that, on, yeah sorry. that's like a personal thing for me and there's like a lot of things in this movie that just feel like personal things that i would really love and if i was making a movie if i was making a horror found footage movie it would maybe end up a lot like this um be, because i and i also do like found footage stuff in the horror genre specifically um, I really like it a lot more than you guys were talking a lot about paranormal activity. I really don't like those films because I feel like they just kind of rely a lot on horror films and cheap scares. And like you guys were talking about how this movie doesn't scare you. And I didn't get like scared necessarily either by it. I don't really like, I'm just kind of like not a person who gets scared by movies or like not scary farm stuff. But what I do get instead of getting scared is I get really unnerved and anxious. Like the things like, so this movie didn't, there was maybe one jump scare and it didn't really get me in this movie. But what I got cranked up to 11 was the anxiety in me. And especially, like, I'm kind of claustrophobic. And it's that scene where it's just like a three minute. It's like a one shot. Like, it's just focusing on the cameraman. And he's just, like, there crawling through the bones. And they're like, keep going, keep going. Yeah, just, that scene, yeah. Because it just goes but on it, and on and on. And there's nothing, like, was, oh, supernatural or scary happening at that moment. He's just, like, stuck. And you're just like, get the fuck out of there. Go, go, go. And you're, it just, it just... Ooh, it just gets me with my like the anxious feelings, and because the so scene doesn't cut, it doesn't do anything. You know what? I gotta say, I'm not claustrophobic, and I've at work we've had to do small tunnels and things like that. <laughs> and I was like, why is this guy scared? Like, yeah, I mean, I, that's why I felt. That's what I'm saying. Going back in that, it would have been a lot better if it was just his audio, and if it wasn't. The girl, like, let me, let me go into it. Let me go into it because, like, it because it's it's so it got me so much more anxious because he's they're like, come on, come on, and they're trying to help him, and he's just like, shut the fuck up, let me go, and he's just like yelling at them, and it just eat, and it just keeps cranking up the tension over and over and over, and like that, like the whole movie is just kind of like all about just this kind of like this feeling of tension that never really goes away, where you're just kind of like you're not like waiting for something to just jump out and get you, but there's always just a, a kind of like this this feeling of just kind of like, this is not good. This is not good. And I also, you guys were talking about the ending and I'm, I've mentioned a lot of times on this podcast, my favorite kind of endings are bittersweet endings. Like, and I feel like horror movies tend to be like the swing of like, it's just a shitty end. Like everyone's fucking dead. Maybe one person lives. And I'm like, Oh, three people made it out. That's like, like a lot of people. And it also doesn't really start. It's not like that thing where it's like, you start killing people in the beginning. Like people don't really start dying till a halfway mm -hmm. point. And this is all just stuff that's like personal preferences pretty much. Um, but like they don't die till the halfway point and then they start a little get, get bit getting picked off. And it's all kind of like things that like are things that like scared them, like the guy, like in the truck or like things they're guilty about. And that's kind of how they learn to get out. Um, one thing that I think is the coolest thing about this movie is I really like those, like I'd mentioned, I really like, you know, like we're, we're on these quests. 
and we're looking for, you know, the Philosopher's Stone or, you know, the, the Ark of the Covenant or whatever it might be. And those movies are mm-hmm. usually adventure movies. They're usually action adventure movies like the Indiana Jones movies or the National Treasure movies or something like that. And it was really mm-hmm. cool to see this kind Tomb of... Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, there you go. Or like these tropes that are from a different genre put from the adventure genre put into the horror genre. And I really liked that, how they kind of like turned that on its head. And I would really like to see more movies kind of like experiment with that and take, you know, something from one type of movie and just have it in a totally different thing. Like, oh, here's here's these tropes from an Indiana Jones movie, but now we're doing it in a found footage movie where we're making our way through hell. And, you know, if you're like a fan of like literature and mythology like me, you'll catch all these references to like Dante's Inferno because there's a lot. Yeah. That was yeah. the biggest thing that I loved is that, like, that's where I immediately knew they were in hell. It's like, you know, all who mm-hmm. all, all who enter ye abandoned hope or whatever. Yeah. And, like, so I immediately was like, all right, I'm in this. I love hell. This. And, 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 you know, here's the thing. I, and, I, and I get those things, right? But I'm just saying I would have liked to see a little more. Because I played, like, if you, you, I don't know if you guys ever played the video game Dante's Inferno, which was. I read fucking, the poem. No, no. Mm-hmm. The video game. If you guys have never played it and you guys are really into that stuff, I cannot recommend it anymore. Like the game was fucking badass. You go through all the levels of hell. You get to see everything. You see, you fight unbaptized babies. I mean, everything that you you hear that. No, no. And you would think that, right? That movie, fuck it. I mean, that movie. That game actually scared me. Like there were parts where you would freak out because it's 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 you are going through Dante's Inferno. Yes, like the po- just like the poem, and you're going through all the levels of hell, but it is scary. Like it, there is some some scary because you would think that if you were going through hell, you wouldn't just be. Uh, unnerved or anything you would be frightened there would be some things to scare and you're this this crusader who's fighting off all this stuff and there and and it's 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 scary but i'm just saying just recommendation everybody dante's inferno it's an old game but it, it what i'm saying is in that even though it follows a poem even though it follows that stuff it, it gave you this feeling of you were in hell we're here mm-hmm. I, I even though i read those things i knew they were in hell when they were in hell there's a lot of it even when you read it you know that the heavens above earth in the middle hell like they they alluded to all of that and I and I know when I get that, but what I'm saying is, if I listen to it, like I understand that they're in hell. But visually, is what I'm saying. I didn't feel that they were in hell. See, I didn't. That's I like difference. that it wasn't like these like big like fire and brimstone. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to say it's fire and brimstone. Kind of like simpler. Like it's just kind. It's almost like a personal hell. It reminded me a little bit of like like it's just kind of like. This small little, like almost but existential. What I'm saying is, like, when they were going down, when they were going down, I would have liked to see some kind of, of the levels of hell or some kind of thing showing me where they were going down, where they were at. And I, like I said, this is obviously like, nitpicking. This isn't like, like this isn't the stuff. Like at the beginning, like when they do like enter into like uh, the uh, the room that they thought that they just came from, kind of thing. Like that kind of felt like a drop to a level because, and it might be uh, if they played a little bit more on that. And and then also with them going from um, the Philosopher's Stone room to another Philosopher's Stone room, like in those moments, you feel like the drop to another level because if they played a little bit more on the levels with the mirroring kind of situation of like that, yeah, you're in another level because it's the mirror of the of the room that you were just in kind of thing. Um, it might have been a bit more like catching those different levels. As they I, 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 it worked but, for but, me. I think though the thing was with the found footage types of films is that they like to do less is more. Like yes, the thing exactly. is it's found footage. If you give too much, like it's like if you want to like show Freddy Krueger or you want to show Jason and this kind of thing, it, it's not going to work. Like mm-hmm. even Cloverfield, they kind of always had scenes where they 
they didn't really show the the clover monster right away mm-hmm. until the very mm-hmm. very 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 end. Exactly. So I think that's what this, I think that's what helped this film. It benefited from the less is more, and like because you kind of have to create that whole idea, and then also to it's whoever's holding the camera. It's it's yeah. not like hey let's pan you know let's let's show this shot or whatever. They have to only do so much because they want to make it feel believable. Yeah, but, I, I could not agree more with all of that, Alan. I know, and, uh, and I, and no, and like I said, like I get all that stuff. Like I completely get all that stuff. I'm normally these movies aren't my type of gem. Uh, you know what I mean? But I'm still on the thing that I think this makes a better, like maybe, suspense movie, and just not call it horror. I'll be a hundred percent honest. And I think that's the thing that I get issue because when we watch this well, movie. No, no, hang on, hang on. When we watch these movies, I really try to go into the genre of the movie that it is. You know, is it a comedy? Is it suspense? Is it what is it selling me as? And we're watching that movie as that way. Obviously, we, we're looking at them, but I'm just—I I like to look at these movies and watch them for what they are. If the director goes, "Hey, this is a a horror movie," I'm gonna look at it in the eyes of I'm watching a horror movie. Doesn't mean I cannot enjoy it for what it is, but then I'm changing what the vision of the of the director was. See, I, and I agree I, with that. I totally see that. Thank you. And that's why I'm saying I'm just rolling with it. This is a horror movie. Mind you, I said if they didn't put horror on that thing, my opinion of this movie would be completely different. Same. Completely different. Completely. It's a it's it's a very good movie. It's a solid movie. But it is a solid movie as like a suspense movie or a thriller or maybe even uh, this action adventure kind of thing. That's what the, that's what we're saying that it is right now. But that's not what this movie was supposed to be. This movie was supposed to be. Uh, uh, in the horror now, unless Netflix put it in that horror column and put it completely wrong. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, the but thing I'm is, when saying, it came out, yeah. it, it was advertised as horror and all that stuff. I'm just, I'm just basing myself off of that. So these comments aren't to be discouraging that it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It's no, not. Yeah, totally. Well, let me, let me just this is this is a movie going. Then. Yeah, but this is a this is a thing going down the genre of horror. Does it make a good horror film? You know, is this a good horror film? Or so you- should have this been a drama or a thriller or a suspense or all of it with with a little bit of uh you know uh, adventure see i that's what i like don't go into movies with that mind i go into movies with a mindset of like i'm going to watch a movie and if it makes me laugh and i consider a comedy that's great or if it makes me feel suspenseful and it's a suspense movie that's great if it makes me feel like whatever emotion that's cool Mm -hmm. but i don't go in with expectations based on a genre like the like what the genre is advertised to me personally that's why i specifically tried not to get any information about this movie when i win because i just want to watch a movie and if it you know works for me as a horror movie then that's cool and it did work for me as a horror movie because it's the kind of horror movie that i like which is more suspenseful than scary and you know i'm not a big horror fan like you guys so then maybe that's The big difference is and i was gonna say mind you that's not a bad opinion to have because but the thing is what we're also talking in this podcast there's going to be horror fans that are going to want to want to go into a horror movie, but there's also going to yeah. be fans that are going to think like you, and that's fine. Both opinions are fine. Yeah. All I'm saying is that's fine. I just think, I just think you're just taking it a little more um, yeah. to the chest. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to say, because you yeah. like saying no. all this, I just want to like... I, yeah, 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 no, no, no. And that's, I, that's I, the thing. Yeah, it, it, I think it, Eric's way of of approaching this movie, at least, like, was a way that I could understand why he enjoyed it a lot more mm-hmm. by not mm-hmm. knowing so much. But I think for me and you, um, of it being like, oh, like we knew it was advertised as horror. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, you know, when it was first coming out, like it being advertised as horror, and yeah, getting it being 
cut in the trailer as being like mm -hmm. those horror elements. And this is kind of like you could consider it on the realms of horror. I feel like it's on that on that like yeah. uh, cusp of of yeah that suspense horror, which some people consider not as horror. Yeah. But others like yeah, it's a suspense horror. Like I consider this as like yeah being horror, but. People consider Silence of the Lambs horror, but then other people are like, no, it's a thriller kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, so it, mm -hmm, but you, you know, you get that kind of sense of it being from, you know, like it being hell. Like it's, it's well, there's elements. Yeah. But I get yeah. with, with Derek and Fred, it's, it's definitely like, it's, I think, a healthy aspect of both because I'm kind of like both in the middle where, of course, I'll have my personal enjoyment, which is like my Derek side where like genre aside, this is what this movie is. I'm like, okay, this is actually, this is, this kind of works as this, this is what I watch as this is how I'm going to have the most enjoyment. So this movie is really good in this way, but yeah, if they're going to advertise themselves as a horror movie and yes, because a lot of, especially with studio interference, the way a trailer is chopped up is not going to be the same way as a movie. A lot of, mm -hmm. yeah, especially with well, just it, the way that it's placed on Netflix too, as a horror yeah. movie. So there's different like categories. Mm -hmm. I'd say for personal enjoyment, of course, obviously, Watch the movie. Don't be like, you know, oh, this is, this doesn't fit this criteria. But if you're, if you're gonna, if it lists itself as a horror movie, and obviously horror movies are supposed to scare you, then it is kind. It 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 would be fair in that sense. Obviously, a movie is good. Besides that, if it is a, you know, like, what if this was a, uh, <laughs> if this was marketing itself as like a, a superhero movie or something, or a comedy. Or, com or comedy and then you, yeah, just, you would go in like there's no laughs here what's going on it'd be a really weird ass comedy mm -hmm. yeah and and that's so. why like it reminds me of like when they were trying to like market for example the princess bride that movie did not do very well it's like a very popular movie now but like it did pretty bad at the box office and or I not remember. bad but like yeah um but like it because like people didn't know how to market it like rob reiner the director was like you're killing my movie when he saw the ads because is that you advertise that movie as an action movie or a comedy or a romance or like like a swashbuckling adventure? Like it's you don't like there's so many different things. So, you know, how it's presented is is a really big deal. I think you definitely are right about that, Fred. And I that's why I just try and not go in with those kind of expectations. Um, but if you are a horror fan and that's yeah. what you're going in with, that, I can that, understand why. That was be... that was kind of the only explanation I want to go, because normally yeah. there's fans that are hardcore if you tell them this is an action movie, it, it's got to be like the old Schwarzenegger movies or the old Rambo movies. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there's horror fans that go into a movie and go, you know, I'm here for the horror. Or when it's a gory movie, you go, hey, I'm in there for the gore. You know, and so like me that likes those those B-type Japanese movies, if you were to tell me that that's what that movie is, there's a certain expectation I have for the type of film I'm about to watch. And those are my favorite to watch. And if I go to watch it and it's not it, you kind of get disappointed or like you kind of feel like, oh, man. And the thing is here, we talk about these movies, right? We're going to go over them. We're going to sp speak on what they are. We also should be able to inform the viewers. Mm -hmm. Hey, it might not. It might have the horror genre in it, but don't go thinking that it's going to be like, ah, you know, it's different. It's a different type of thing. Yeah. It, yeah. Could, it could have even been anything else. Like, and it's not a, and it's not a bad thing. It doesn't make it a terrible movie, but as a horror movie. Yeah. That's that's why I made my opinions as a horror yeah. movie. I expect certain things. Like I said, if you go in to go watch a comedy, you expect certain things of a comedy. If you go watch a drama, you expect certain things of a drama. If maybe if I didn't know that this movie was a horror movie, 
I could have gone in differently, but Alan told me it was a horror movie, so I already expected. And I've I've seen Alan's horror movie picks sometimes, so I expected a certain something from it, and it wasn't there. And it was not a bad was, movie. It just didn't have the horror things. And I think going back to um, and I think going back to um, to it being kind of like a Bloomhouse film. I think the Bloomhouse is kind of like captured it the right way to market this move these kinds of movies as more of a suspenseful movie than a horror movie you know um like and the way that they they cut their trailers are a bit more like okay this is a suspenseful like with these kind of like elements like like um especially with like movies i know it's not blue it's hereditary and all those aren't bloom house but those kind of movies uh, like a24 a24 too yeah a24 too mm -hmm. how they cut theirs is like more suspenseful like hereditary is kind of like an elements of like evil demons and all that stuff but it is kind of like marketed and it, it truly is a little bit more of a suspenseful movie with and um i feel like yeah those kind of movies like like even and then like with a kind of like gen like a genre bender too also like um it just came to mind kind of the um 28 uncut days later gems? no <laughs> you and the uncut gems yeah that meant to be so superman dawn of justice yeah that was that was also a twist where, where it's kind of like it is a zombie movie but it's a sus more suspenseful movie and it kind of like is in the zombie world whereas this is kind of like you know it's a suspenseful movie in like a horror like or you know a hell no. world you know kind of thing but yeah i think i think that would definitely be have, like it fooled us i mean it met it messed with our uh, you know like understanding and and like liking of the movie uh, and that's probably what happened back then too when it first came out of it being kind of like you know this marketed and with having this expectation that wasn't delivered mm -hmm. we'll say this at the end of the day i know you guys have your opinions on it um i still consider it horror um, I kind of went in kind of with like both mindsets of like, okay, it's going to be horror, but I still, I didn't know anything about it. All I know is found footage and I saw the poster with the, the, with the, um, the Eiffel Tower red upside down. It's an incredible poster. I love it. Oh yeah. That, that literally sold me. I literally watched it at like eight at night on a Sunday evening by myself. And I think it, I think it already been out for like two weeks. So I just was like, I'll go watch it by myself. So what kind of made it a little, I think my theatrical experience kind of made me go, oh, fuck, this movie's scary because I was in the middle of the, of the theater all by myself <laughs> in the dark. And then, you know, there's a scene where, where the uh, Benji is like, oh, my God, I need to fucking move it. Seeing that on the big screen was like so unnerving and claustrophobic. I think that's where I went. All right, this shit is scary. But I guess maybe a, a home viewing is a little bit of a different experience. That's as, interesting. Like you guys have said. Yeah, yeah, yeah what? I think this is one of those films that okay, the theatrical and home viewing can change yeah, I, it as well. I can see that maybe with a booming sound yeah. and stuff like yeah, that yeah, could have made a difference. Mm -hmm. See, mm -hmm. I feel like I usually would agree with that, but like with this being a found footage movie, like I feel like and it being so claustrophobic, and if you're in a small like space and watching it on like not a huge screen, I feel like that could also benefit. Like I, mm -hmm. I don't know, like because I, I didn't see it theatrically, I don't yeah. like. I would really like to now and see compare the experiences. Yeah. But yeah, now we'll um any last thoughts on it? Um I mean I, I just, just works ahead. for me personally. Yeah. Sorry, no, that's all I wanted to say, Ariel, go for it. 
I think for me, if you're it, don't go in expecting like a, a like deep horror movie, like expect that fringe horror um, of more a bit more suspenseful horror, and like I said, like more like a Bloomhouse like um, kind of horror. I, I feel like um, or not, not really a hero, like a, a little bit more horror than a hereditary, but kind of like that. Say, think of, think of like, I know that, but I mean, it's just like I say, uh, go in thinking it's like the Da Vinci Code or something like that, you know, where there's like stuff. Oh, like oh it's um, way better than Da Vinci Code. I, I've never seen either of them, but I'm just saying, uh, from, from what I've heard of people, like I'm just saying, just go there's, thinking like that. There's some intrigue, kind of, there's some stuff that it just does have that kind of like vibe of like, oh, there's a there's like some you know, we've got to find this thing, but like. Like you know, if it's like the same thing, like it's the it's, those are action adventure movies, whereas these are like, you know, found footage horror movies. And yeah, I like when movies flip the conventions of a genre. Yeah, I, w- I would say go with it, not thinking that it's. Uh, I would think of it more of like a suspenseful thing, and I think you might enjoy it more. Like uh, at the end of the day, you know, for people that are like big horror fans, and maybe that's your thing, and you're like, oh wait, what's what's going on? Just go with thinking like uh, suspense. Uh, with with a good story, and I mean the story I thought was great. I mean the Philosopher's Stone story is great. It's just like I said, go with the suspense thing, and then I think you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna at the end of the day you'll come out looking at it with a better picture. Yeah, I I I would recommend for sure. Yeah, Sergio you know, Ariel, great character study of a uh, narcissistic sociopathic <laughs> archaeologist. Yeah, Here it is. just like Indiana Beautiful. Jones. Just like uh, yeah, Jones, but yeah, Tomb Raider. Um, but did you say beautiful archaeologist or beautiful Tomb Raider? Beautiful Tomb Raider. No fucking way, really. Yeah, go go to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were. I, got, I, I we we because I already seen it. We were rewatching it, but I didn't have time to finish it. We're gonna finish it right now. We already had seen it a couple times, but I'm gonna like make sure and p- take a picture of it and I'll put it on. Uh, I'll save it and put it on Instagram. I feel like the people who make the Netflix, like, descriptions and, like, logos, like, they fuck around. Like, if you notice, like, if you see, like, I was looking through Community and, like, the, like, the episode where, like, Ken Jong like, is the teacher, like, one of the episodes where he's a teacher. And he's, like, looking at, like, the little note. I'm like, that's the meme. Like, they'll just, like, put pictures, like, of the previews as, like, meme pictures and shit like that. I mean, like, I, I, change. like, the title cards of, of, on Netflix, like, constantly change. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if you're definitely. for a successful movie, yeah, definitely for me. Cool. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, go on and check it out. And yeah, it's on Netflix. So yeah, it's on Netflix. Also, I, I think we forgot to mention our previous one, Haywire, the, the previous podcast that came out. That was also. Oh, that's gonna be next. Well. Yeah, we're gonna do them backwards though. That's oh, okay. Okay. Sorry, next week. Uh, Haywire. Also, that's gonna come after well, this one. Is on if, you're, if you're gonna go watch Haywire, you're gonna listen to the podcast. After this one. In two uh, weeks. Go, yeah, two weeks. It's yeah. on Netflix as well. Yeah, well, thank you so, so much, you guys. Um, also, remember that we have a couple more podcasts as well. We got Derek's uh, Gateway Episodes podcast, and then we also have Ariel's. Um, we haven't seen. You've never seen. Oh, you've never seen. Sorry. Never seen. Look, for, look for the <laughs> screaming fifties um, woman in green. Like I said on YouTube, we got a, our YouTube channel up now. Now you can see our pretty beautiful faces and uh, be able to see who we are and know who. Yeah. Yeah, that way, that way you guys yeah. can, can see us and, and know know who's who's opinions on what. 
Uh, um, maybe 720. I don't know. Some, some, it's a some K. There's, some, there's a K in there somewhere, I think. Like, like uh, the 2K, maybe 8K. Series D. 2K Sports. What? Huh? What happened? He sounded like a Travis Scott uh, music right now. He just blew out the, the microphone. <laughs> get the, go get the, the Travis Scott now. There you go. And watch as above, so below. There you yeah. go. All right, so thank you so much, you guys. Come back next week. Listen to us. Go on Instagram, Twitter. We're on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, everything. Go check Anchor. it out. Like Anchor. Uh, Google Podcasts. Mm -hmm. uh, Which is going away, maybe. Google Podcasts things disappearing. Whatever. doesn't matter. Is it really? Yeah, they'll probably, so. they'll probably merge it to something else. They're going to talk something else. Yeah, whatever the Google, whatever you are <laughs> listening to on the yeah. apps of the future, we'll be there. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much, and we'll see you soon. Take it easy. See you in another life. Thanks for being amazing. Flex. I like that. Later, everybody. Later.